Welcome in to Cockhouse Sports Episode 3. You're back with myself, Nick, and Aiden. Right Aiden on, Hauser. right on, right on. Alrighty, week three. An eventful, eventful NFL week. Fulls of ups and downs. 40-point games, zero-point games. We're going to go on to our matchups. We'll start with uh, my team versus Luke Matthews. And Matthews, man, his team is consistent. All of his players had exceptional games, except for a few. But you can't really complain with how Luke Matthews performed. How do you think Luke? And how do I think Luke played? Yeah. Luke's got, Luke's got a good team. Put up 150 this week. I think he put close to that last week. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes is just crushing it. Nick Chubb had three touchdowns uh, yep. this last week, which gave him a lot of points. Christian Kirk had two touchdowns. Yeah, these guys he's, are consistent. He's, he's got some good, some good consistent players. Uh, and even Eckler, who's like not yeah. having a great year, still put him put up 18 points for him. Yeah, it's not too bad for Team Matthews. You can tell the draft for him is so far successful. Pray for good health for all your players. <laughs> all right, next we what have your team. Oh well, yeah. My team did not do well. Some starts ended up being duds. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just how it goes. That was a down week for my team. One and one. I thought about having a fire sale for each one of my players. They're all up for grabs. But except I'm kinda, for Taysom, right? You're going to keep Taysom. Except for Taysom, except for the Browns D. But other than that, everybody can go. Uh, I'm reeling that back a little bit. We'll see. It's a long season, week two. But here we go. Jason's team with an outstanding performance, 184 points after putting up only 97 in week one. What a turn of events. (laughs) And I feel like his team represents that. You got a lot of really fast guys that can break out plays. Lamar, Christian, and Tyreek rounding out, and Curtis Samuel as well, giving him a huge dose where other positions were lacking. What do you think about Jason's win? Uh, I think it was a good win. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think this type of win is going to happen again. We saw it happen in week one. I think that's going to be a lot more of uh, the usual. Um, I don't think Lamar, Tyreek, and McCaffrey is going to carry the team all year when your other receivers are Juju and Jarvis and your tight ends Knox. It's tough. Um, but I mean, but a I mean, win's a win. You're yeah. one in. You're well, one wins and one. a win and a one eighty four win. I think you moved up to like most points four. I'm pretty sure for him. Maybe not. Uh, I think Sienna has Actually, beat. yeah, maybe Sienna or Abby hasn't beat. <clears throat> but still, that's better than last week, Jason. We it's are very very proud of you. Reed, we're sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, Reed, that's tough. I mean, 115, it's decent, all right. It's not a bad score, but yeah, you're not going to beat 184 with that team. It's, it's tough. You need some help at your receiver position. I mean, Reed, if we're being honest... You're gonna have to give up Taylor to make your team a little better. You got to give up someone. You got to give, give up Taylor, up Taylor or Keenan Allen or Mark Andrews. Hopefully, I mean, J.K. Dobbins comes back this, sooner than later. You need some. You either either need some uh, healing, yeah, or some trading. I mean, look at that. Your bench zero zero zeros injuries, but I mean, J.K. will come back. DeAndre will come back. Keenan will. It'll look like a different team, but still, I don't know. We don't want to start out zero five. That's a Recipe for disaster. Right? No, make some trades. You want to win. You want to win sooner than later. <laughs> Alrighty, next game we have Abby versus David, and Abby snuck out a win by two oh points, gosh. and she's two and zero, oh, two and zero oh with a team that 
is a little rough, but as we just saw right now, put up big points, 153 to 151. She's got some talent. I mean, yeah, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. So consistent. That's phenomenal to see. <laughs> you can't stop him. But you Aaron got the Jones. talent. You got, I mean, DK and Amari are talented, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Amari I've, had a big game. I've never liked Amari in fantasy. I've never liked DK just mm-hmm. because of the, the inconsistency. Still, Abby, why are you not signing Jahan Dotson? I mean, again, this guy goes off 17 points. Could have replaced DK. But, I mean, that's that's a tough call to make. But Jahan's looking good, so I would recommend starting him. <laughs> Maybe even flex above Cordero. But good one, Abby. I was actually watching the game with him last night mm. um, because David has the Bills D. Oh, gotcha, yeah. And Justin and Abby were, like, mm-hmm. just shaking the whole game so nervous. But uh, Yeah, Bills D, 22 that, points. <laughs> sorry, David. It's too bad the Bills couldn't put up more than yeah. 22. I mean, you could have squeaked out a win if maybe Derek Carr would throw Devontae Adams the ball in the second half. Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> David, you were telling us how you're telling us how Devontae is uh, untradeable. Like, yeah. you want to trade him now? He only got you nine. Yeah, that's... Maybe I you mean, should get rid of your Packers. Lowest scorer. Your Packers no. boys, too. Well, AJ got seven. Yeah. Maybe you should get rid of AJ. Yeah. And actually get some good players instead of ex-Packers and Packers players. But, uh, David, I mean... Middle of the pack, if that's where you want to be, keep your team. Keep it, keep it, yeah. David. From middle of the pack, keep the team. But you want to move up to a playoff like ranks, you're going to have to make some moves. <laughs> that's the moral of the story of this whole episode. Moral make moves. Trade, trade, uh, <laughs> trade Devonta. You can keep Najee, but, but you don't even have to trade it to me. You can trade it to me or Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to Reed. Reed needs some help. Uh, alrighty, moving on to Aiden's bounce hey. back win. Oh, I was. This was a good win. This felt good. Yeah, huge performance by Waddle with forty points. Massive performance by Jalen Hurts, looking tough. Thirty-three points for Jalen. How do you like your team? Um, I'm liking it. I like Jalen a lot. Uh, you got some studs in there. I do. I I think I got lucky with Jalen Waddle. J- Gerald Everett is outperforming. Um, a little disappointed, Derek Henry. That's tough. Um, the line's shaky. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, Javante, I like Javante. He's just not. He should. He should. He did a lot better than nine and a half points. Yeah, shows I think forward. that Denver. If that Denver offense like starts to get rolling a little bit, a little bit more cohesive, Javante will be just fine. Yeah. Um. And then I'm I'm really excited about. I like my uh, couple of my bench players. I'm hoping Ayuk mm-hmm. does some things in the future. But yeah, good win. Put yep. up one forty eight. So I'll take it. Uh, not bad, Payton. Uh, Josh Allen does what Josh Allen does, but other than that, yikes. Pretty mediocre across the board. Deegan's had a good game, but other than that, yeah, you need yeah. to. I was talking to you today, and I know Buccaneers you're D, though. trades. Buccaneers defense, that's 25. <laughs> that's not going to happen every week. You're going to have to yeah, make some moves. but He was telling me he's going to make moves, and I yeah. agree. I think you need to. 0-2, oh, you, you, can't, you can't start out 0-3 in fantasy football. I feel like... That's just it. Just it's not a good look for your team. You're gonna have to make moves, or mm-hmm. else you're not gonna get that kind of role that you're looking for as a fantasy football manager. Alrighty, to the next matchup, we had Sienna's unbelievable receivers. Just yeah, that's that's what you want when you draft. Uh, just like these mid round receivers, Stefan Diggs obviously not mid round, but forty four point eight. But My Mike goodness. Williams, 25, and Amon Ra, 39. Amon Ra, what? Are you kidding me? A shocker. I mean, I did not expect Amon Ra to be take this step, but man, does he look good. Uh, that's phenomenal. I mean, other, everybody on your team besides maybe Russell and Brees is solid, but... You know, yeah. I, I, I still like Brees. I think he's I think he's got some value. I think 
Ho- hopefully he's uh, takes the reins here in a couple of weeks because he's, yeah. he's a lot more talented than Michael Carter is. Yeah, it's true. Um, and uh, Nick Williams, 0 and two to start out the season. Not like last, not like last year. Just uh, give me Jamar. Yeah, I mean, poof. Just give me it's, Jamar. Uh, looking at that roster, I can uh, see why he put up 100 points. Kyle Pitts is a big stinker. DJ That's Chark so with a solid dookie. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Was he even playing? He played. He played. I'm pretty sure he played. Wow. Yikes. And Kyle Pitts. Man, that's a tough <laughs> take. Third tight end taken overall, three point nine. Uh, oh man, rough. Well, we hope the best for you, well. Nick Williams. Good luck in the future. Yeah, you have to make the, the future is not uh, the playoffs, but <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Right side for Sienna, one and one, first in the East Division, the reigning champion, and our last game, the Toilet Bowl game. Of this week. This game was so pathetic. Yeah, Justin versus Ben. Ben I uh, had some mishaps. He had yeah. a few uh, missed ju- calls before he went on his hunting trip. <laughs> that's just, that's tough. That's Poor Ben tough. started, uh, who did he start? He Pittman. started Pittman yeah. and Camara and barely lost. Yeah, I mean, that just shows uh, Justin. Yikes. Justin, uh, give me Fournette and Justin Jefferson and... And I'm, I promise I'll give you some players in return that can help fill that void. You can look at Aiden's team for trades. You can look at my team for trades. Sienna's. Sienna's. I mean, there's Even your there's wife, Abby. There's, yeah. Abby's going to smoke you this year if you don't make some trades. But don't trade with her because that's illegal. Mm-hmm. But anyways, it was a great week. Um, Once again, a win's a win. Win's a win. So a lot of ups and downs. Take a look at our standings real quick just to update everybody. In the East... It's one and ones across the board, except for Nick Williams, hindsight, and your Cole Softman at 0 and 2. Um, it's a pretty. At last week, we thought the division maybe was a little bit lopsided, sided, but uh, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. This is a good division. It's a good division. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it'll be competitive because we play each one of the, each other twice. If you're in the East, mm-hmm. and if you're in the West, play them twice. So we got some two and O's in the West though. Team Matthews with two and O, Abby two and O. And Justin, two and zero, barely, <laughs> barely. A pathetic two and zero. I hate that so much. I mean, that, that kind of feel bad for how we just talked about Justin's team, realizing that he's two and zero. But whew. you can't be two and zero and put up ninety six. Yeah, yeah, that can't happen. That just can't happen. You got to break a hundred. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we got David one on one, Ben one and one, and Peyton zero and two. Surprising start for Peyton because he is a genius in the manager position. So, I mean, there's, it's so early. This is all going to change. And uh, I'm very, very excited for how the season will unfold. And speaking of how the season unfolds, we're going to move on to some player projections. Now I'm going to give Aiden two players, and he's going to tell me what's, who's going to have the better fantasy point overall at the end of the year, who's just going to have you know, more points, more production for your team by the end of the year. And we're going to start with a hot one because he has Waddle on his team. And it's going to be Tyreek Hill versus Jalen Waddle, who will have the better season at the end of the year, fantasy-wise. I'm going to give up. I think it's fair. I'll just give the uh, the slight edge to Tyreek. He is the one. He is crazy fast. He gets a lot of targets. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's not not easy considering Waddle is very fast. Yeah. And gets a lot of targets too. They're both just last week. They both got. I think. I think Waddle had like twelve or thirteen targets, and I think Tyreek mm-hmm. was pretty close. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, I think the only reason I would give it to Tyreek is just we've seen him in the past, just with Mahomes and just how consistent of a a playmaker and game changer mm-hmm. he's been. And and Waddle could very much be that as well, but it's only his second year. Yeah. But I think the other thing that makes it tough, though, is Waddle's played an extra year with Tua. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll give it to Tyreek. They paid the man a lot. They uh, they went out and got him. So That's fair. I'll give Tyreek uh, the slight edge. I mean, real quickly, I'm going to actually give the edge to Waddle. And I think it is because he will have more targets and receptions at the end of the year. I don't know if that will necessarily translate to touchdowns. But I think I think Tyreek is that big bomb guy, but that over the middle, that short stuff, a lot of more of it goes to Waddle. Mm. It goes to Tyreek as well, but it's such a close call. I feel like if you have either one, you're going to be happy. But I actually think Waddle at the end of the year will have more receptions, which in turn will lead to more points. But we shall see. The next player projections, Aiden, is Javante Williams versus Christian McCaffrey. Who ends up better at the end of the year? Taking the injuries into account. Oh, well, that's a huge one. Uh, end of the year, then I'll have to give it to Javante. Think so? I think that's, you think Christian gets hurt? I think Christian gets hurt. He looks I good. hope he doesn't. I he know. looks great. He looks great. Um, I heard he's been <clears throat> doing a lot of, uh, like, not stretches, but, like, flexibility exercises mm-hmm. just to make sure everything's been in the way it's supposed to be, which is encouraging. And they supposedly lightened his workload by not giving him as much carries, but <laughs> or passes. it looks like they're going to need to. <laughs> but uh, Javante is just built to take a beating, mm-hmm. and we just see him just truck over people constantly. Yeah. Um, and he he does have catching upside. He got 11. When did he get 11 catches? Yeah, that's week, week one. one. Um, it's tough. So, yeah, I think... I think though, if if they were both healthy and played a full year, I would give it to McCaffrey. Um, what do you think for this season? But you I think, think Javante. I'm I'm saying Javante, and I'm hoping Javante because I got him. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know. That's kind of where I'm at. It's it's a tough one. Two different kind of body shapes and styles of running, but I'm gonna give the slight edge to Christian if he does stay healthy, just solely because he's not in a timeshare with Melvin Gordon with anybody. He is the sole. Load of the carries, but man, if Javante, if something happens to Melvin Gordon or they just finally like <laughs> give Javante the ball consistently <laughs> and not split any time, uh, Javante could get the edge there. That's tough. All right, next we have the highly debated offseason uh, receivers. Who's going to go first in the first pick of the draft? Or not first pick, but you know, your first pick for a teammate or a manager, and that's Cooper Cup versus Justin Jefferson. Who will have the better year? Oh, man. At the beginning of the year, um, I thought for sure Justin Jefferson. Um, and this is extremely close, but I think I'll, I'll probably give it to Cup hmm. just because um, we've seen we've seen Cup and what he can do, and he's comfortable in McVay's offense, and McVay's a coaching genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Jefferson. Hey, Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, great, great Came first from game, but, Sean McVay's left nut. But we saw... <laughs> Did he? Did he actually? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, how he got to Minnesota. No, but we just we saw him get shut down by uh, by Philly's defense, and like they have a good yeah. defense. Darius Slay is a good good DB, but we just don't see Cooper Cup. We didn't see Cooper Cup get shut down by the Bills, and the Bills have a much better defense. No. So it's hard to base it off of two games as our sample size. Mm-hmm. But off of those two games, I think I'll I'll give it to Cup for now. It's tough because I really like Justin Jefferson. I'm obviously a Vikings fan, and I like Cooper Cup too. And I'm going to give the edge to Cooper Cup as well just because I'd like Matthew Stafford better 
and especially in big moments. Like we all know the stat about Kirk Cousins in primetime, he sucks. He just and Vikings will get quite a few primetime games, whether it be Thursday, Sunday night, or Monday. And so he really does like just shrink in those moments. And those games count. Like those are like big two touchdown, three touchdown games. Mm-hmm. And Cooper Cup will have more of those just because Matthew Stafford's a little bit more consistent, especially under pressure. And so I'm gonna have to give the edge to Cooper Cup, but I think it'll be close. And who knows? Justin Jefferson could have a better year. I think he'll still have a great year. He'll still have a great top five. These will be the top two receivers. Yeah. I guarantee it. It could be, except for Curtis Samuel. Oh shoot! <laughs> and Jalen Waddle. Yeah, and Jalen Waddle. <laughs> Or and next, Jacoby Myers. <laughs> yeah, and Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar, <laughs> and uh, KJ Osborne. Right. <laughs> All right, next, player projections. This is a, a very interesting one and close to Aiden's heart as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Javante Williams, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar, and Jalen <laughs> is a Jason versus Aiden kind of <laughs> debate. Right. Um, so, Lamar Jackson versus Jalen Hurts, who will have the better year? Both very similar play styles. Both have added 20 pounds in the offseason. Both running like a man possessed. But who has the better year? Um, it hurts me and to say it. don't be biased. It hurts me to say it, but Lamar, I think, will just... Because he's playing for the bag. It's, it's, the, it's the rushing upside. He's playing for that bag, too. <laughs> he is. He wants that money. Pay the man. Um, Jalen Hurts is a great rusher. We saw it last night. He had two rushing touchdowns. <coughs> oh my goodness! Excuse me. <coughs> We're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> but Lamar had what? What was that? What was that long run? Was it, it was close to ninety yards, right? Uh, I don't think it was that long. Uh, I think it was over seventy. Was it? That's yeah. still that's yeah. that's an incredible run for anyone. And putting on weight, pulling away from DBs, Little quarterback. And we've just seen how electrifying Lamar is. Jalen looks great. Um, I was really impressed with how he played and how he. How he threw, but I think like Lamar. Hmm. I think Jalen's very gifted, but I think Lamar is. Yeah. Uh, that's like a once in a lifetime, like mm-hmm. Mike Vick type of running. Yeah. So I'll give it to Lamar as our a better uh, quarterback. Yeah, this one is so close. It's a toss up for me, honestly. I think I when I look at the two, I actually want to lean towards Jalen, just because I feel like they have more momentum behind them. But Lamar and Jalen are both equally valuable for that run game. It's tough. I am actually going to give the edge to Jalen. I just want to see it happen. <laughs> I just think he has oh what gosh, it takes. I, I mean, that'd be that'd be something else if he MVP year. I've been a Jalen Hurster dude. Yeah. I love I love Jalen Hurts so much. So I'm hoping he. <laughs> Would you get a Jalen Hurts jersey? Ah. Uh. If he nice. went to New England, if we traded Mac Jones for Jalen, I would. It's a classy number one. Looks clean. You can wear it to Ben's house. You'd right. Love that. Oh, I'm <laughs> so mad. Alrighty, the next player projection: Rashad Bateman versus Cortland Sutton. Who has the better year? They are both. They are both kind of on the outside looking in. Last year, Rashad is was a rookie. Cortland had got hurt, and then he signed the big deal. Kind of came back. Who do you think has the better year? Uh... I don't know why I side because actually this one's not even really close for me. But I would say Cortland Sutton. Um, we've seen him already put a thousand yard season um, mm-hmm. down in his career, and Bateman. We've kind of just seen just a little bit of him, and he's mm-hmm. very talented. But uh, Cort- Cortland Sutton has the ability. It's just it's just up to the Denver offense and yeah. Russ to give him the ball. But um, yeah, the Broncos aren't having a great start. But I we we've seen too much of Russ to know that like he. Mm-hmm. He'll do something. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take Cortland too, not just because he's on my team, but just watching the first two weeks, he is like the DK for us. Like it's the same thing; they're both the same height, 
they're both 6'4", DK and Cortland. They're both like big body dudes that go up and snag balls. And so I think Russ already has developed that chemistry of like, you're my DK. And so I think that will pay off, especially touchdown-wise in mm-hmm. the end zone. I mean, he threw like two fades in a row to Cortland last week when he should have ran the ball, but <laughs> that's, that's good for Cortland owners around the world. <laughs> Next, Derrick Henry versus Nick Chubb. Now, let's think about the draft here. Derrick Henry was taken easily in that first round. Nick Chubb in the second. And Nick Chubb dropped quite a bit. But Nick Chubb in these first two weeks proving to be that dominant bruiser back just as Derrick Henry is but we have yet to see it who has the better year ah again pains me to say but I think Nick Chubb will I think uh the Browns offense like yikes they don't have they don't have much for receivers but they have way more Mm -hmm. in comparison to to the Titans um and it sucks too because I mean like before the draft happened, I was sold on Chubb. Like, I wanted Chubb. And then he kept dropping, so it, like, played little head games in my yeah. mind, thinking, oh, is he really not not going to get the carries that I'm expecting? And I ended up passing on him. And he dropped so far. Like, how can I pass up on Swift or Mixon? Right. But, but I mean, he is showing to be that back. He is that guy. He's he a beast. Gets, yeah, he's and, a beast. But he Derek Henry's so a beast, too, which is, like, why I grabbed him. But mm-hmm. it's, I think, I think the big thing is, like, we just see how big of a deal it is that A.J. Brown isn't with the Titans. Well, um, and the line. Huh? And the O-line. And Lawan. And Lawan being Lawan out. Lawan being gone. I mean, just the O-line difference, though. Like, Cleveland's I mean, you, O-line you is... You can just crowd the box when you, don't, when yeah. you, don't have, to, when you have to worry about yeah. Kyle Phillips, Robert <laughs> Woods, and Traylon Burks. Yeah. Opposed to A.J. Brown. Um, whereas... Like the, the Browns aren't they aren't gonna wow people with their receivers, but I mean I'd rather have Amari Cooper over some of those guys. Yeah, that's and even Donovan sure. Peoples Jones. So yeah, they have at least have a couple of guys you kind of gotta respect, which kind of opens things up for Nick Chubb. And I mean they've been doing fullback sets where like Kareem Hunt's fullback and Nick Chubb's the halfback, or Nick Chubb's the fullback and Kareem's the halfback, and that's just filthy. <laughs> it's like how do you stop that as a defense? You don't know who's gonna get it, and whoever gets it. Is getting five yards at least. Right, so that's that's why I give it to Chubb. Yeah. Like you never know who's going to get it. Whereas, when you need three yards, you know it's going to Derrick Henry. Yeah, and everybody knows that. Alrighty, and last but not least, Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. So far, the two best QBs in the league right now, and fantasy wise, the two best QBs. I don't think so. I think Allen's well, they won. will be. You think so? Yeah, I think Allen's won. I know Allen's won. You think Allen's over Patrick? But what about Patrick's just what he's got to prove? Patrick's got what a lot he's of done. Proof, but <laughs> Patrick Patrick's Patrick though. Patrick's Patrick, but Josh Allen's got Josh Allen's a better rusher. Yeah. Josh Allen has Diggs and yep. Josh Allen has Gabe Dave. Yep. And all Pat Mahomes has is Kelsey. Yeah. I mean he's making it work, but he's making it work. He looks great. He looks great. But how many how often do you see Patrick Mahomes put up forty one on team and sit out the whole fourth quarter? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. that's just, Josh, you can't, how can you run like you're Jalen Hurts, yet you're 6'6", and you have a cannon that can yeah. just go deep with Stephon Diggs, one of the fastest receivers in the league. Probably one of the top top five Oh, easily. Receiver. I'd say top three. I mean, he's dominating corners. I mean, just insane. He's so good. He's so good. Well, if we had Justin Jefferson and Stephon Diggs on the Vikings, oh my gosh. <laughs> you could have. You, you could have. Could you imagine that? You could have. But then you guys off for Thielen. Oh, gosh. for Thielen. I mean, we had to get rid of Like, Diggs is asking a lot. But still, can you imagine that? That's oh, so filthy. Gosh. 
I don't care who's at quarterback. If you hit them in their area, that anyways, uh, that's just a pipe dream. Yeah, but I'm going to have to give the edge to Josh Allen as well. It's just hard to beat a running back in fantasy when they can run like that mm-hmm. and can throw like Patrick Mahomes. So it's a tough. But overall, it's an exciting year. We'll, we'll look back at this. We'll listen to this recording. Week 17 of the NFL. We'll see how it played out. Just have a good laugh. Yeah, have a good laugh. When all of my players just outproduced everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a good laugh. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's not happening. All righty. Now we're going to move on to a fun little segment that we call Start Bench Cut. All right, Aiden. That's right. I got I got five, not five players, but five five different little categories I got for, for Nick. So first first little grouping, Start Bench Cut. I got Brees Hall for the, for the Jets, mm-hmm. Damian Pierce for the Texans, and Ken Walker for the Seahawks. Give mm. me your Start Bench Cut and why. Okay. I am going to... I think I'm going to start Damian Pierce, actually. And this is why. Week one, Rex Burkhead took all the carries. Week two, Rex Burkhead, zero carries. Hmm. Damian Pierce, all the carries. I'm watching Damian Pierce run, because I'm pretty sure it was on most of our local channels Mm -hmm. here in Montana. So, like, getting to watch Damian Pierce run, he had the juice. Like, he has those quick feet. He hits holes fast. And I actually think by the end of the year, Damian Pierce will be a solid back mm-hmm. and i don't think the texans are terrible and their defense is actually pretty good mm-hmm. but um and then i would bench Brees hall his upside's just too good he's somebody that you could flip in there for damian pierce later on but uh Brees hall would have to be bench and then i'm cutting kenneth walker just because i haven't seen anything mm-hmm. but i mean kenneth walker could be the best of all three of them you could what well, it's yet to be seen mm-hmm. I mean, Rashad Penny goes down, then it's the Kenneth Walker show. Kenneth's a guy. And, I mean, he didn't look terrible either against San Fran. Like, his obviously his stats don't show it, but when he did get carries, he looked quicker, more agile than Rashad Penny. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm pretty similar. Um, I would cut Ken Walker, but I think I would start Brees Hall. Yeah, And uh, bench Pierce. This is the first game we've seen him as the bell cow, which is, which is sweet, but... Um, Brees Hall, Hall is an athlete yeah. among he's, athletes. He's an athlete of athletes. Yeah. Um, and I think I think the receiving core um, is is pretty pretty undervalued. They cut uh, Elijah Moore and uh, Garrett Wilson and Garrett Wilson, who's a beast. Yeah. Um, both both really Corey good Diggs receivers. too. Yeah, and Corey Davis is a three. Yeah. Which really, oh, did I say Corey Diggs? Corey Diggs, Corey Davis, <laughs> Corey Davis, which uh, which opens up the run game yeah. a lot more. Whereas you know everyone's gonna, everyone knows that the Texans are gonna pass to to Cooks or Nico. Um, so that's what I go with. Number two, um, another another set of rookies, but this time for receivers. So our guy we just talked about, Garrett Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, the big boy, uh, Drake London, mm-hmm. or uh, Chris Olave, who Jameis Winston says, what do you say? He's as smooth as the other side is a. As the pillow or something? Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? <laughs> He's a goober, but he is smooth. What do you got out of those three? That's really tough. That's really tough. I think, man, if I'm talking about the whole season, I'd probably start Drake London just because of the amount of targets he is getting, and he is looking like the one there. He's a big receiver. He's fast, he's strong, has good hands, makes tough catches. <laughs> I mean, Mark Marcus Mariota is 
definitely favoring him over Pitts and hmm. Zacchaeus. So I'd take Drake London just because right now he's in that position to uh, put up you know 16 points a game. Uh, man, this is really tough between bench and cut. I really like Olavin. I think he'll do better than um, what's his name? Garrett Wilson. Yeah, I think he'll do better by the end of the season than Garrett. But man, if Garrett continues to put out like he is, it's tough not to keep him on your team. But I'm not going to re- over- overreact to week two. Mm-hmm. I'm benching Olave and I'm cutting Garrett Wilson. Wow. And that's just simply because it's the Jets. Hmm. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I, I would start uh, Kyle or Drake. Uh, Kyle Pitts. I would start Drake <laughs> London. Um, bench Garrett Wilson. Cut Olave. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fair. We've seen we've seen that Mariota <clears throat> gives the ball a lot to London, and he's just for whatever for whatever reason not passing to. Uh, Pits, but yeah. and we look on the Jets side, and it's like Elijah Moore is still get, getting like six or seven targets, mm-hmm. and he actually is still technically the one by and how Conklin. many routes he's running. Conklin's and Conklin. eleven targets a game. Conk, 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 conk. And I mean, I like Alave a lot too, so it's hard to like cut him because he looks good, but it looks like Mike Thomas is back. Yeah, it's tough. Um, There's too many Jarvis receivers. Is some big games in Camara. Yeah. It's just kind of a crowded room, yeah. so that's why I would cut him. That's um, fair. Got some tight ends for you now. Okay. Um, now this one initially looks easy mm-hmm. because one guy does not fit with the others. Yeah. But we're looking at it from a whole year standpoint. Um, so we're just talking about him. We got Kyle Pitts, and then we got TJ Hawkinson and Dalton Schultz. Hmm. Yeah. It's tough. That Those are all very middle-of-the-road tight ends and it's sad to say because Kyle Pitts has so much potential he's so big he's a receiver out there he looks like Julio Jones when he's running routes it's it's stupid but yeah he's not getting the ball and um TJ Hawkinson he has that potential there as well he's part of the tight end you crew got the flow but man he's just not getting the targets that you would hope for Hmm. uh I mean when you drafted him last year you were expecting touchdowns, red zone opportunity, high target volume, but he just didn't get that last year, and it looks like he's not getting it this year as well. Partly because Amon Ra, DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift, those guys take away from him quite a bit. And then, yeah. So I'm going to have to go with... I am starting... Who was the fourth one? Or the third one? Kyle uh, Pitts. Schultz. Schultz, Schultz just got Pitts. hurt. So I'm going to cut Schultz just because he got hurt. Hmm. I am starting Hawkinson, and I'm benching Pitts. Hmm. I think the Lions offense is better than the Falcons, mm-hmm. and I'll just take my gamble on that, even though Kyle Pitts has the opportunity. Well, I had Kyle Pitts last year. I traded for him. Literally only two games he did great. Other than that, it was awful. And he only had one touchdown last year. I don't think he has a touchdown this year. I don't think he does. Yeah, it's just it's sad to see. So I'm gonna take TJ. Well, he only has yeah four catches or whatever. Um, I think I agree with that with exactly what you said. <clears throat> I would start Hawkinson, bench Pitts, cut Schultz. Yeah. Um, Schultz would be a little different question if he was healthy, healthy. But actually, I think if if everything was happening how it was now and Dak wasn't hurt and he was healthy, I would mm-hmm. start Schultz. Yeah, I probably would but, too. Uh, it's it's hard because like they tell you to start the talent. But he's not yeah. getting any looks. Pitts no. is not getting anything. 
Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. And he's too talented to drop. I know. Too way too talented to you drop. Can't, so. You can't not start him because he can put up 27. Right. Just like that, you know. But 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 um. But Hawkinson no. shows us he'll get he'll get you nine mm-hmm. points a game. And once Jamison William comes back, I think TJ Hawkinson will have a little bit more of an opening. Right. Because right now they're just focusing on TJ and on and raw, and I mean even more so TJ. I've heard so. That's yeah, tough. All right, who's next? Fourth, we got. Uh, we got. I I picked out the three. Uh, I couldn't think of other number twos, but the best number two receivers I can think of on any given team. Mm-hmm. So we got Jalen Waddle. Yep. We got Gabe Davis. Yep. And we got T Higgins. Hmm. Start bench cut. Man, that's good. This might be. I think it's probably the hardest one. This is a really difficult one. Because at least Miami and Bills, I know their offense is going to move. Like, they're going to get the ball out. They're going to get it to their receivers. High-scoring, high-powered offenses. Mm-hmm. T. Higgins with the Bengals, they've looked rough. 0-2 for Cincinnati. Their line, they've put a ton of money on it, and it's not looking too good. I'm sure they have, like, some time to figure out, and they need to get things on the same page. But that Super Bowl kind of letdown is real. Like, they are off to a... A poopy start. But T. Higgins is still that number two there. And Joe Burrow, they've been throwing a ton. So it's hard not to write them out. But I'm cutting T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't like their offense as much as Miami and the Bills. Now, Jalen Waddle, Gabe Davis is like two totally different receivers. One's like 6'3", 6'2", is that down the field, just big, deep threat. And Jalen Waddle's that 10 yards and shorter, but can just take it to the house whenever he wants to. He's just got he's got it. That's t- and man. I think <laughs> I am going to start Gabe Davis actually. Huh. I'm going to bench Jalen Waddle. Huh. And the only reason is because I like Josh Allen better than Tua. Hmm. I think Tua can have his bad games. I don't think Josh is going to have a bad game. Hmm. And so that's the only reason why I start Gabe Davis, but I think Jalen Waddle is the better receiver. Hmm. But Gabe Dave, four touchdowns. You never know what could happen. Anytime. Right, and that's that's what makes this hard. But, yeah, I would I would cut T. Higgins. I think mm-hmm. that was kind of the easy yeah. one. He's a baller. but He's a baller. Um, He's a good I team. actually think I've been back and forth just thinking about it, and I think I would start Waddle mm-hmm. just because of the catches he gets. Yeah. Gabe Davis, I think the last two years. He, it's a hit or kept, miss. He didn't really get a lot of catches. Mm-hmm. Um. But his, his rookie year, Jalen Waddle sets the record for most yeah. catches by a rookie. That's huge. Um, Gabe Davis did have that huge 200 receiving yard, four touchdown game, which is better than Waddle and Tyreek just did mm-hmm. last last week. I think it's a lot more likely to see Waddle get 10 catches a game than it is seeing Gabe Davis getting 10 catches a game. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason. I think they're both super talented. It's a good point. Yeah. Gabe Davis is not getting 10 c- catches a game just because he's not the one. Stephon Diggs is getting 10 catches a game. Gabe Davis is that big hit or miss kind of guy where he is going to get looks for bombs like four times a game. He's going to get that bomb. And he'll get that oh, like those posts and things like that. So but Jalen Waddle gets those short ones. That's a point right there. And, and it's like you yards. look at him and it's That's like Tyreek Tyreek is a is really good and like he's technically the one, but they're both like ones. Yeah. And after this week Tyreek's not like coverages are being adjusted for Tyreek after this week. Like no team's gonna let let him do that to them. What he just did to the Ravens where he right. him and Waddle just led that comeback with two of course, six right. touchdowns, handsome Hawaiian. Alrighty. Was we that got, yeah, we got our last one. Last which one. You kind of 
kind of already discussed it, but uh, we got three quarterbacks. Um, I think these guys put up the. T- I think they're the top three numbers this week. Hmm. Okay. Um, but Jalen Hurts, Tua, and Lamar um, hmm. start bench cut. Man, it's a bummer because I really don't want to cut Tua. <laughs> got to, <laughs> I got to. In that situation, I uh. do. I mean, if you think about it, between those guys, Tua has the best weapons. Right. Hands down. Easily has the best, better weapons, which should lead to better points. I mean, six touchdowns, you can't really beat that. But that's not going to be an every week deal. Defenses will adjust. So I'm going to have to cut Tua, unfortunately. I'm starting Jalen Hurts, and I'm benching Lamar Jackson. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's, I just – I. I'm rolling with – I like teams that are rolling, that have that confidence, that feeling. Mm. And Lamar just lost to Miami, a heartbreaker. And I like the Eagles and where they're heading. Their division definitely is much cleaner than – um, Yeah. Than uh, – what's his name? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I mean, those defenses that he'll be playing against will be a lot better, and he's playing them twice a year. Right. So I'm going to have to take Jalen Hurts, actually, over Lamar. Mm-hmm. And that's close. That can be split either way. I like them both. But I just like Jalen Hurts, the Eagles' schedule a little bit more. I like their division better. And I think he has more to prove. Even though Lamar is playing for big money, I think Jalen has more to prove. Hmm. Yeah, I... Uh... We talked about it earlier, talking about Lamar versus Hurts, and I already gave you my answer. So it would be start Lamar, bench Hurts, mm-hmm. cut Tua. Um, it was a it was a good like Tua. Tua had five. Tu- we have five touchdowns. Six. He had six. Six, six touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, my God. Stupid. Yeah, that's right. He had two to each. Two or two to Waddle. Two to Tyreek. One, one to, to Gesicki. Or Gesicki, and, and then, then one to another tight end. Yeah. Um. That's but he has he has the weapons, so it makes that that much easier. I think two has the best weapons, and it goes to then Hertz. I think is in the middle there, mm-hmm. and then Lamar. I don't think has the. I mean, he has. He's got weapons, but he's gonna do it more himself. Right. And I think that will bite him in the butt later on down really? the road. I mean, because this is a long season, and I feel like I mean he's not trying to do it all himself for sure, but I, I feel like he's putting too much pressure on himself. Just, just the reason I got Lamar at one is the year he had his MVP season. Yeah. There was no running game no. except for him, and it kind of looks the same here with Kenny. Yeah. JK will be back. Yeah, but how long till he gets hurt? And he hasn't really proven himself. No, it's like Lamar is the running back, yeah. but he is the quarterback. So I'd say Lamar. That's fair. Um, and I like Lamar too. It's yeah. That's it's. A, I'm excited to see. I hope Jalen proves me wrong. That'd yeah. be awesome. But <laughs> I'd say Lamar. Alrighty, and now to close out this episode, we're just kind of going to have a little talk about what is better for your team when we're talking about an outlook on the season. Uh, is it better to have a heavy running back team, which I mean an RB1 in both the, both spots and maybe an RB2 or an RB3 in your flex? So I'm talking about, I'll give an example of my team, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Swift, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I would consider that a running back heavy team. Somewhat. They're all starters and they're all on a team, which means you lack in wide receiver. You could do the opposite, have a heavy wide receiver team, have crappy running backs, and try to hope you get like 30, 20 point games each week out of your wide receivers with a good quarterback. Or do you want balanced? Solid quarterback, one decent running back, two good receivers, a decent tight end, and let it mm. let it play out. 
what do you think wins this year in fantasy? Because it's a, every year is so different. You know, there's like maybe five or six running backs that get you those 20-point games consistently. There's maybe 12 receivers that get you that. You know, where do you think you'd rather put your marbles in? Or do you want to keep your marbles even? Uh, I, th- oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll say uh, I think it's better to have a heavy wide receiver team, okay. especially this year. Not to say like you go with the zero RB strategy by any means, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think I'd much rather have like uh, four. Sienna's team looks nice. Yeah, like Sienna's team has three of the four that you're looking for. Because, I mean, she has Stefan Diggs. That's a one. Mike Williams, he's a two technically, but he can be a one. Uh, I mean, he wouldn't necessarily be a one-one. But Amon Ra, one. Travis Kelsey, one. one. And so, I mean, that's – you've got, I'd say, at least three of the four there if you're including tight end. you got three – that's not include tight end. Let's say your flex should be a receiver. You'd have at least two of four guys that are dogs, dogs, that will get you those – you know, 25-plus point games on a consistent basis. So, I mean, if you were, let's say you give up Kareem Hunt uh, for a really solid Christian Kirk, like, would you, do you think that could win it without having a, a top-five quarterback? Well, I don't know. Kareem Hunt's tricky because he could be, I think he could be a one almost anywhere. Yeah. Um, but he does have he does have that receiving upside, mm-hmm. which is what makes it's a PPR league. It's points points per reception. Mm-hmm. So Stephon Diggs got ten points just from catches alone. Yeah. Whereas would it would be, take yeah, hundred yards for Kareem Hunt yeah. rushing to get ten points. Yeah. That's um, a lot harder to do. So it's tough because like wide receivers get you way more points. So it's like yeah, we should take them. But then also it's like it's really hard to find running backs that get you a lot of points. Yeah. Which is also why there's such a, a high capital mm-hmm. on there. It's like, will I get the next Jonathan Taylor? Yeah, there's literally only, I'd say not even eight. There's maybe six running backs that are like, yes. Like, even if they don't produce, I'm confident that they'll give me like 20 points a game kind of deal. There's only maybe six of them. Every, everybody else is like, a, uh, maybe, maybe they will, maybe they, they could, don't. But they probably won't. Yeah. Um, so I mean, so, so a situation like that, that's good. Do you, do you, would you say that you need to have a a top, um, let's say I'll give top six QB if you're gonna go with that method, or can your QB kind of slouch if you're gonna <sighs> have four wide receivers? Slouch, no. Um, would you have Derek Carr or, or Russell Wilson? Uh, right now, I picked Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. That's fair. He's he's looking better. Russell Wilson does yeah. not look good. Um, who's their head coach? What's his name again? Oh, now. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, he's a goon. He looks like an idiot. He's way over his head. Bad. Way calling. over his head. Um, was he? Yeah, he was on Green Bay, right? Yeah, he was yeah. with the Green Bay coach. Um, we've seen. We've seen. Uh, I mean, Derek Carr had a good year last year, yeah. and that was even without Devontae. Mm-hmm. Um, but you but, think you need a? You think you need a, a reputable like quarterback if you're going to go four wide receivers? I think you need a reputable quarterback. I don't think yeah. you need to draft one of the top ones. Um, See, that's what I think the difference in between wide receiver and running back, if you're going to go fantasy strategy outlook, like if you have a heavy running back, I think you can go with a, like a mediocre QB and then replace that QB with decent wide receivers. I don't think you draft a mediocre QB. I think you want to draft someone with like yeah. 
high upside. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, like, like it looks bad now, but I thought Trey Lance was, like, mm-hmm. that, was a, that was an okay pick because, like, for the value, he was a starter who could rush a lot and was picked way at the very bottom. Yeah. And, like, I got Hurts pretty far down and, like, Lamar and Kyler, whereas, like, Josh Allen's getting picked really early. He's a, he's a great mm-hmm. player. Like, we've seen he's a game changer. But after those first few rounds where Josh Allen's getting picked, all the top running backs who you really needed are getting selected, and they're gone. Yep. So you have no chance. Like, we see it on Peyton's team, and, like, I hate to pick his team out because I just played him. But he had Delvin Cook, who's a good running back. But then after that, he had a, he had a, off. He had a try and put his faith in ETN, who's not doing much. No. Um it's a, it's a it's a huge drop off. I mean, for anybody, like even in our league, I feel like it's not really balanced. There's some teams that are heavy wide receiver wise. Like already, people have already done this. You know, have kind of segregated into where they put their faith, whether it be wide receivers or running backs, or if they put like in just having decent overall. Mm. It's it's a tough call because I think I think you I don't think a balanced team wins the league. I, I don't think so. I think a balanced team makes it to the playoffs if it's a good balanced team. I don't think it wins the whole league. I think it puts up like 100, 120 points, yeah. 130 points, but you're not going to get those 180s like we saw from Jason. Mm-hmm. Or you're not going to get those 150-plus if it's very balanced. Like I feel my team right now is probably one of the most balanced. I think mine is pretty balanced yeah, too. Besides tight end. And I don't, I'm, I'm already seeing the ups and downs of that so i mean it's it's a tough call it's still early but when it comes to big trades like trading now rather than later is more beneficial because you can still you have time to figure things out Mm -hmm. when you after the trade happens you make the trade who knows what happens maybe the guy you trade for gets hurt you still have time to recuperate from that and build your team but if you try to make that desperate big team trade like big guy trade towards the end of the season and the trade deadline goes by and you're stuck, you could be really screwed. So I think everybody listening, if you're in the league, just be open to it. Be open to it. Think about it. Look at your team. Do you think you could really win with what you got now? Do you think you could really win? Can you win the whole thing? Can you beat Sienna? Can you beat Luke? Can you beat Jason on 184 day? If the answer is no, probably have to change some things up right and it's not just about waivers it's about action making trades like waivers are a big part but trades might be even bigger like just for example last year i traded deandre swift debo samuel and one other guy you traded lamar oh that was a different one i did lamar for aaron lamar got sick was out four weeks huge if i didn't do that i lose i don't make the playoffs I traded Debo and Swift. You're like, that's retarded. <laughs> I got Kelsey, Odell, and somebody else back. Kelsey, Odell, I can't remember. I got three guys back, and uh, Debo ended up getting hurt. Kelsey had a monster game, helped me to win my first week of the playoffs. It's like little things like that, like that help. Like Sienna picked up Amon Ra uh, last minute, huge. Dude, she got, last year she got Amon Ra for waivers. Mm-hmm. She got Cordero for waivers. Mm-hmm. And she got Elijah Moore for waivers. Yeah. And all were starters for her the whole yep. year. That's, it's, you got to be making moves. You can't sit stagnant with your team. If you do, 0-5 is going to come up on you like that. And then you're screwed. Nobody really will want to trade with you. And if they do want to trade with you, you're going to get desperate and they're going to pick it pieces. <laughs> ben will at least. Right. That's Ben Harvey's kind of deal. But 
Anyways. Moral of the story. Make trades. Be gutsy. Yeah. It's 20 bucks. 20 bucks. You want to win 180? You got to make moves. Yeah. You got to make moves. That's just how it goes. But um, other than that, thank you for joining, Aiden. It's been another great episode. It's been a fun one. Yep. Cockhouse Sports Media. That's right. Live and direct from my study. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, may find this episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see. Coming here in the future, at least. I know. Hopefully we can figure that out. Yeah, we'll get it up there and uh, you guys can spread the word. That's right. But till next time. See ya. God bless. That's right. And go fancy football. <laughs>